Hi, welcome to another episode of Paul Tom Power, Power System Design's podcast on the latest in power and power design. I'm your host, Alex Paul, and today I've got Joseph Beck. He's the Director of Engineering Technology at Central Semiconductor. They're a uh, supplier and manufacturer of uh, semiconductor solutions for uh, power and energy management. And uh, Well, we're out here at their offices, and I thought I would corral Joe and uh, ask him some questions about the marketplace. So, hey, welcome to the show, Joe. Hey, glad to be here. Thank you for coming. Well, the bottom line is is that the philosophy on power has changed. Power used to be the last thing people thought about. Now power is the first thing people think about because it's a true enabling technology now, which means it's a different role for the discretes, isn't there? Yeah, absolutely. In fact, for, we can say, the last couple of decades, uh, power or discrete was kind of the uh, orphan or stepchild. It was the last thing that people thought about. It was viewed as a commodity, jelly bean type technology, but in fact... With the emphasis on energy efficiency and everybody trying to squeeze every last milliwatt of efficiency out of their final assemblies, people are turning back to discretes. And the fact of the matter is, when we consider the ability to increase overall system efficiency, discretes are are really the first place that engineers need to look because they're the most egregious offenders of uh, power uh, waste within a system. So... We find there's a resurgence of interest in discretes and in, in mid-power, and uh, engineers are, are beating a path to our door again looking for uh, energy solutions that will give them the greatest efficiency gains. There you go, Joe. Now, can you give us an example of some of the things that a lot of engineers are missing on, like some of the big obvious things? Because obviously there are a lot of little things to do and topology issues, but there are probably a couple of rule of thumb things that you'd like to advise the engineering community Think of this when you're dealing with discretes. Yeah, when I when I talk to uh, design engineers and I ask them the, the, the initial probing question, which is somewhat of a rhetorical question, are you concerned about overall energy efficiency of your system? Of course, the answer is yes. And I ask, well, where are you looking to uh, enhance that energy efficiency? And I get a lot of the, the typical type answers. Uh, uh, they're looking at uh, some of the high uh, pin count type products, some of the high uh, quantity type products on a board, but they're overlooking maybe a one uh, per board or two per board unit, which might be a power bipolar or a big rectifier or a MOSFET, where if they can reduce the VCE set of a power bipolar uh, by uh, 40 to 50 percent, they've achieved more energy savings than they would by scrutinizing every other single component on that board. So I, said, I tell them to start looking for big pieces of silicon real estate first and work your way backwards. Don't start with the high, uh, high runners on the board. Start with the large, single pieces of silicon. And that's a much more efficient way to look at that solution. Well, you know, and that makes a lot of sense, Joe, because there are a lot of people looking at wide band gap semiconductors and exotic packaging and a lot of aggressive things to get high energy efficiency and those are valid ways to achieve it but a lot of people forget there are a lot of things that you could find in your own backyard as it were just cleaning up your current topologies and replacing some of your legacy technologies with just the most current iterations of that technology that's currently available. Yeah, that's absolutely right. And in fact, we've looked at some of those and we participate in some of those technologies like silicon carbide. 
uh, the market viability of those technologies is, is is coming around, but it's still maybe a, a little bit away from uh, from being uh, mainstream market market viable. Uh, but there are some things you can look at that are very very simple, and they require very very little uh, time and effort. They may be the replacement of one device for a drop in replacement that has uh, one of those key energy parameters, uh, be it RDS on VEC sat uh, VF. Uh, one of those type of things that have been respect uh, to give you an energy efficient version of that device. We've done that with many of our parts. We've taken the same spec, the same package, everything the same, but we said, what is the one parameter on that sheet that that design engineer cares about when he's trying to improve the energy efficiency of his part? Let's take that. Can we give him a 30 or 40% savings and leave every single thing on there untouched and that's an easy solution. So that's really what you need to look at. How have existing technologies been maximized before making that big leap of faith and going to one of those other emergent technologies, which will, might require some significant trade-offs, uh, might require some redesign, and some of the packaging is quite different also in, 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 in order to uh, achieve some of the uh, thermal efficiency levels that are needed. So look at existing technologies first because we have not reached the theoretical maximum that everybody thinks we have. There's still a lot of room to go. That's a great point to make, Joe. Now, can you give me an example of a couple of your products that lately have been good examples of that philosophy? I'll take the most standard thing that comes to mind. Uh, everybody in the world knows what a 2222A is. It's been around since uh, Shockley was knocking around in the lab at AT&T. So everyone knows what a 2222A is. There's a lot of familiarity with that. People who want to use that know where it is, know what to expect. The problem is the applications have outstripped the uh, usefulness of that technology in terms of the energy efficiency. But people like it. They're familiar with it. So we've taken a, a, a standard part like that, and we've left everything the same on the data sheet and the package options uh, unchanged. But we've taken the VCE SAT, and we've come out with a version of, a version of that with the VCE SAT. It's 50% lower. So everything else is the same. No need to redesign anything. No other trade-offs. But you've got an instant 50% savings on the VCE SAT, which is the most critical uh, parameter in terms of energy efficiency of that part. So we've taken a similar approach and look at MOSFETs, rectifiers, and other devices and saying, how can we have a similar achievement like that and make it easy for the design engineer? Well, that makes a lot of sense, Joe, because there have been a lot of incremental advances in the mainstream silicon technology that a lot of engineers aren't really aware of. So I think it's quite important to bring this to their attention. Um, do you, what kind of support do you offer your uh, customers to help them make those achievements in energy savings? Well, if it's not a standard data sheet part, we will try to work with the customer because we're sensitive to what these modern applications are asking for. They're asking older technologies to perform like newer technologies and newer applications. So things like total conduction losses, that's a key parameter for uh, energy uh, uh, efficient designs. What are the forward losses? What are the reverse losses? What are the switching losses? So a lot of those things are not quantified in the market. So if we know what a customer is doing, we'll try to quantify what the total losses of that device are. Even for something as simple as a rectifier, when you start looking at forward losses, reverse losses, switching losses, 
and then you you look at the cumulative effect of that on a board, it can be quite uh, quite significant. And one of the things that engineers are wrestling with right now is this whole uh, concept of idle current or idle power. You're seeing that now start to emerge as a big hot topic with set-top boxes. Uh, those are being targeted as the most uh, uh, hungry energy users in your home. So a lot of uh, things where uh, end products are sitting idle and consuming power, now engineers are looking and saying, okay, what's my idle current of that? When that device isn't even functioning, it's got some trickle current through it. It's got some bias on it. It's dissipating some energy. Can you help me quantify that and figure out what those are? Because I really need to understand the totality of that. And that makes all the sense in the world there, Joe, because it is a bit of discovery involved. I mean, especially when you start talking about an analog space, a crossover analog space like power, because yes, you've got the digital, but unless you understand the physics of the board, as you're pointing out, find the places that you can save in easy ways before you start trying to reinvent the wheel and try to get involved in things that may not be necessary to achieve some of those uh, energy savings that you're targeting. Yeah, it's 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 such a uh, you know it's a new world for the design people. It's a new world for the component suppliers. We're starting to. Uh, in a good way, be forced to look at things that we didn't have to look at before. People, we have the same challenges that our end customers have. They need to get more in less. They need to get more functionality in a smaller space. They need to uh, dissipate more energy on a smaller footprint. So things like thermal uh, efficiency, thermal density, power density, there's a tremendous amount of innovation in the discrete space to do with package, thermal efficiencies, energy reduction. So it's a, it's a process. We're all growing together, but it only happens when we work interactively with our customers, and it's been quite an exciting experience. I can imagine, especially trying to create the new solutions. I'm a big proponent for trying to save the world from the comfort of your living room. You don't have to go out and bury your arms up in mud. You can just create better solutions to help move the ball forward, and you'll benefit a lot more people. Yeah, that's absolutely true. And we've some of our new product ideas, uh, in, in fact, a large uh, portion of them, have been directly derived from conversations with our customers where they've had a challenge and they, just, they were at wit's end trying to figure out what to do. Uh, are they trying to defy the laws of physics by, by trying to get a 400-horsepower engine in a Mini Cooper? That's basically what the challenge is today. We want more in less. And that's the challenge for the semiconductor uh, suppliers these days. So it's forcing us to look at materials, packaging technologies, um, not just the, the traditional areas. And there are some uh, pretty amazing innovations taking place in what was once considered an extremely mature, stagnant technology. And it's certainly not the case. I agree with you completely. It's really a brave new world now. Now, Joe, I always give my guests the opportunity to have the last word in my podcasts. So it could be more about your products, about your corporate philosophy, or just a tip you want to leave the audience, but the floor is yours. All right. What I would say is where we, where we started to come full circle, and it's, it's the advice I give the salespeople at Central as well. When you're visiting customers and you ask that rhetorical question regarding the need to enhance energy efficiency, always point to the discretes because that's where you'll get your best bang for the buck.
with as little effort as possible. And those solutions really uh, do not entail, uh, for the most part, any redesign work. They just entail uh, component replacement. And in many cases, there's no trade-offs whatsoever. So don't think that uh, traditional silicon technology has reached its uh, theoretical uh, maximum. It has not. There is still some gains to go, and there's some easy solutions out there. It's just a question of dialogue. Exactly. So now how do they start a dialogue with you guys? Well, we have uh, people, uh, uh, quite an extensive uh, presence in the field uh, with uh, uh, with our representatives and many distribution partners doing design work for us. But the best place to start is go to our website, centralsemi.com. There's a there's a place where you can inquire about any question you have whatsoever. I see the vast majority of those. Those all get answered, and in most cases with a telephone call uh, from myself. We love talking to engineers. That's our favorite thing to do. So uh, check us out and bring something that you think is uh, your imponderable, the thing that keeps you awake at night. That's what keeps me awake during the day. So think discreet. That's my final word. Thanks, Joe. And that's a good line to leave us with. So I want to really thank you for taking the time to be with us. Thank you very much. It's my pleasure. And I'd like to thank everybody out there in the audience for taking the time to be with us. We wouldn't be here without you. Tell your friends. This is Alex Paul for Paul Tom Power. Have a great day.